If you're struggling to lose weight, you've probably heard about weight loss medications like Wigovi or ZepBound, and you might be wondering if they're right for you. Meet Plush Care, a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. If you qualify, they can safely prescribe you medication from the comfort of your own home. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Welcome to the Vital Dawn podcast for Monday, April 19th. U.S. equity futures are really not doing much of anything. So the S&P futures are off about five points. That's about 13 basis points. NASDAQ futures are essentially unchanged. Dow futures are wagging a bit off about 74 points. That's about 20 basis points. The major European indices also relatively um, relatively steady. So they're up about 10 to 15 basis points. You're seeing some underperformance in autos. In particular, the auto index in Europe is off nearly a percent. Along with staples and energy, you're seeing some mild outperformance in retail, real estate, and healthcare. Asia generally finished higher across the board. Mainland China did especially well, and there was weakness in India as that country continues to grapple, which is what probably um, with which grapples with what is the world's worst COVID outbreak at the moment. Um, so, really, no major news to kind of talk about over the weekend or Monday morning. Very quiet as far as incremental macro headlines are concerned. Um, you know, just kind of running through the major topics and themes. Fed is very uninteresting for the time being. So the Fed is now in their quiet period ahead of next week's meeting, um, which takes place next Wednesday. I think that will be a complete non-event. Um, that's April 28th. However, I do think the meeting coming up on June 16th is going to be especially important and could mark an inflection point in Fed messaging. And I've written a lot about that um, over the last couple of days. So reach out if you have any additional questions. It's all um, it's mentioned in a variety of different pieces. On the fiscal policy front, so the White House is continuing to embark on this um, you know, initiative to try to get some bipartisan support for Build Back Better. So there will be another meeting today between Biden and a group of bipartisan lawmakers. You do have a couple of Republicans um, coalescing around a counteroffer worth about $800 billion, worth up to $800 billion, focused exclusively on physical infrastructure um, and not and with, with no tax hikes attached to it. So that's still a big um, you know, bid-ass gap as far as what the White House has proposed and then what Republicans are willing to, um, you know, willing to possibly approve. So I don't think that bid ass spread can really be reconciled, but you know there there are additional um, you know there are additional efforts underway to kind of get some type of a um, bipartisan plan, and so there'll be another meeting um, at the White House today. But like I you know I've been writing about um, a lot over the last couple of weeks, and I have you know more discussion this morning. I think that this will be an exclusively partisan affair, uh, meaning that Democrats will have to rely exclusively on their own party members to pass it, which means you're going to have to have a hundred percent. Alliance in the Senate and nearly 100% in the House um, in order to get something back to Biden's desk. And there are still some intra-party differences within Democrats that they have to iron out. Um, on the COVID front, also relatively steady. So investors are still you know, very optimistic around the U.S. vaccination trajectory. So you have progress. Um, you know, The numbers continue to move higher. You kind of cross the 50% threshold as far as U.S. adults that have received at least one shot. Um, you know, the White House continues to insist that they will hit all of their vaccination goals based just on Pfizer and Moderna. They don't require Johnson Johnson or AstraZeneca. 
The CDC advisory panel will be meeting again this Friday to consider further the Johnson Johnson vaccine. Um, you know, it looks like you're probably going to allow it to, you know, you, you'll, it looks like the freeze will probably be lifted. Um, there may be some restrictions imposed as far as um, age requirements and or, um, you know, a, a, a more strict warning attached to it about blood clotting risks. In general, you are seeing a lot of countries, especially in Europe um, and, and in the U.S., kind of pivot away from the viral vector vaccines of AstraZeneca and Johnson Johnson. Whether or not that's justified, um, there certainly is. Um, you know, the public perception around those types of vaccines certainly is not um, the best at the moment. And that's, and that's impeding um, uptake in certain countries. So you're seeing in Europe in particular, they're kind of pivoting away from the initial bet that they made on, on the AstraZeneca vaccine. Um, and like I said before, India is certainly grappling with what's probably the world's worst outbreak as far as the major economies are concerned. Um, you know, you continue to read headlines about certain parts of that country getting locked down. The numbers every day as far as transmissions are huge, um, you know, et cetera. Uh, on Earnings. So we know we're you know we're just beginning the Q1 earnings season. The results last week on paper were spectacular. A lot of it was inflated by you know bank reserve releases, but even adjusting for that, very very solid set of reports thus far. The sample size is obviously very small. Um, you know this week will be a lot busier. For today, the big reports will be Coca Cola out in the morning, and then IBM after the close. Um, you know I previews on all the big reports that are coming up this week, including those two today. Um, in the Vital Catalyst Watch, which I published over the weekend. That's up on the website. Um, no major economic data today. The big economic report for this week will be the flash PMIs out in a couple of days. Uh, and that is essentially everything, like I said, really kind of um, very steady as far as the big macro narratives are concerned. Um, like I said before, earnings are going to be kind of the real major dominant event this week. You have that CDC advisory panel meeting on Friday. Um, you know, just incidentally, I think if you were to see the Johnson Johnson freeze get lifted, like I said, it's it's not a necessarily major positive as far as the U.S. is concerned. Certainly, Johnson Johnson and AstraZeneca, um, in terms of inoculating the globe's adult population, will be critical. But as far as the U.S. is concerned, um, like I said, the mRNA-based vaccines will be sufficient to kind of hit the critical figures. Um, the ECB on Thursday, like I said earlier, is going to be a non-event. Um, and then the flash PMIs, but essentially earnings will be the big area of focus for this week. Um, a couple of micro items to note, um, you know, nothing I think that's really going to shift the overall tape, but you had, you know, Peloton, Disney, Ant Group, um, Expedia, and a couple of other interesting note, uh, items to note that I have in the piece this morning. And that is essentially everything for today. Thank you for listening.